As a parting gift on our retreat, uh, Jesus gives us this beautiful image that we can hold on to, uh, that of the good shepherd. And Jesus describing uh, a bad shepherd, um, one who leaves when times get tough. And Jesus reminding us uh, that he's never like that. And uh, reminding us to turn to the way that he's poured his life out for us. Uh, to uh, draw us back to this reality of how good he is and how deeply we're loved by him. And this uh, uh, is something um, that a person can always carry within them. Uh, as we go back into our regular lives and uh, we carry these graces with us, um, just coming back to this image of uh, Jesus with the, the wounds in his hands and his side and his feet and what he's already done to prove that he can be trusted. Uh, to prove that he truly is the good shepherd who's deeply in love with each of us, his sheep. And um, I've really enjoyed uh, being here with all of you guys. I've really enjoyed this retreat. Uh, and I think any time that uh, we move away from this retreat experience and, you know, back into our ordinary lives, uh, there can be a challenge of um, how, how, how do I bring this with me? You know, in regular life, it's not supposed to look like a retreat. You know, these are sacred times where we're with our Lord. But there's always some grace, some fruit that our Lord wants to bring. And so I just wanted to go over some uh, very practical uh, steps of what it might look like uh, just to put our heart into a position to continue to receive in the midst of the busyness of life. And so um, uh, what, what does it mean just to continue to be little and continue to be faithful? And I think, first of all, it's just... Um, making it an absolute non-negotiable to carve out at least 15 minutes in silence. At least 15 minutes. And uh, I was talking to um, uh, somebody who came uh, to an individual meeting, and we were talking, and I said when I was on uh, uh, the college campus, uh, I would uh, be talking with these students and, you know, them wanting to get into that prayer life. And I said, you know, picture you're working really hard on your major. So let's say um, uh, the major is um, um, architecture. Uh, they practically, they do, they live in architecture hall. Uh, it's nuts. So let's say you're in architecture and you're studying all of this and you hear there's a professor on campus who is absolutely brilliant at explaining things. And 15 minutes with this professor can save hours of time. Yeah, and what if you encountered a student who said, I can't pull away from these studies. I have to be in these studies 24-7. If I pull away for any time, what's going to happen? You know, what would you say to them? It's a no-brainer to go see that professor 
who can who could save them so much time just by explaining things. How much more radical is it when we're talking about a relationship with God, our good shepherd? If we carve out 15 minutes of silence to spend with him, his promise is that he will never be outdone in generosity. He will begin uh, explaining things to our heart, freeing us from uh, uh, those anxieties, fears, sadness, freeing us, giving us strength to push away from the attacks of the enemy. What does a life look like as it becomes more and more and more peaceful? How much time would that alone save us during a day if we're approaching everything with the strength and with the greater sense of peace? You know, let alone if we're pointed in a direction, doing all of these different things, when our Lord is saying, don't worry about that. Just focus on this. How how many hours, how many days, how many years could be saved? Just by being with God, being with our good shepherd and allowing him that time to direct our heart each day. It's a no-brainer. And if we try to go through life without having that time in silence with him, we're alone. Alone to face all of these things. Um, And it's, it's a place where our good shepherd doesn't want us to be. He wants us to be a little child um, with him. And so what does that look like? Uh, From IPF, they give these five P's. Number one, passage from Holy Scripture. We talked about the importance of allowing the Good Shepherd to speak into our hearts through his word. Start that prayer time off with a short passage from Scripture, five to ten verses. And using those steps of Lexio Divina, of A-R-R-R, read, Acknowledge what's going on within ourself. Our thoughts, our feelings, our desires, relating those to Jesus being in communion with him. Whatever comes up, just being honest with him, like a little child um, uh, uh, to Jesus. Two, the place. Find a private spot where you can be alone with God. Sometimes it can be in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament. I know um, it's particularly powerful for me, especially if I'm getting weighed down with a lot of things, just to be in the presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, but it doesn't have to be there. Uh, I I know um, one priest who loves uh, to sit in his recliner, that looks out uh, into his yard and just the birds um, coming to the feeders and he just loves that image and the sun coming up and that's where he goes to be in silence with God. That place where you don't have to worry about interruptions, definitely, definitely, definitely turn off the cell phone. Um, Did you guys know there's um, a prayer mode on your phone? Uh, You put it in prayer mode. It looks like an airplane. I don't know why. Uh, But 
<laughs> just put it on prayer mode, right? For that 15 minutes, just you and God. Um, sometimes it's good to be in a place where you can cry, you can complain, you can just be yourself, right? Just in silence with our Lord. Three, posture. At the beginning of prayer, take the time just to settle yourself peacefully. Uh, If you pray better kneeling, kneel. If you pray better sitting down, sit down. Um, St. Ignatius loved to lie down uh, when he prayed and invited everybody to try that. Um, For me, I know when I'm exhausted, it helps just to walk. Um, that posture, when, when I'm refreshed, I know it helps me just to sit down with my feet flat on the floor, my arms in my lap. Um, you know, what is that posture that really helps you uh, elevate? Um, four, the presence of God. Uh, remember, EPC. As you're in that place, as you're in the posture, it's elevating, going from thinking to praying, praising, gratitude, with those words of scripture ringing in your ear and just relating everything to Jesus like a little child. And number five, just go back to that passage from scripture. And um, don't be discouraged if you don't feel anything happening. It's just about being little and faithful. Uh, Just keeping that focus on Jesus, keeping the focus on the horizon, and knowing the promise the sun will rise if we just remain here. And finally, I would just add... Uh, It's been such a help for me to have spiritual friends. And, you know, I think uh, the the accountability of the other guys in the seminary and the priesthood, for sure. So, you know, thinking about who those friends um, could be, um, uh, uh, if you're married uh, with a spouse or if not, you know, finding somebody else. But also I'm talking about uh, Mary and the saints as well. Uh, When I started uh, my prayer life, it was really in the seminary. And before that point, I didn't know how to be in silence with our Lord. So I remember sitting there not having a clue as to what I'm doing. And somebody handed me uh, the book, True Devotion to Mary. And I began reading about the relationship that our Blessed Mother wants to have with us. And really, I mean, in that first semester, that's what anchored me and knowing, okay, I don't have to do this on my own. And it was easier for me at that time to go to Mary. And then somebody gave me an autobiography of St. Therese, Story of a Soul. And I learned what it was supposed to look like in that silence by reading about her relationship with Jesus. 
and later St. Francis of Assisi, and I learned different things from him, and, oh, this is what it's supposed to look like. And then Padre Pio, and then different saints along the way. Um, Reading the lives of saints can be a powerful help because now we have something that we're shooting for. We know what's possible. Uh, We know what our Lord intends, our good shepherd intends for us too. And so as we uh, prepare to receive uh, our Lord, our good shepherd in the Eucharist, um, we come to him with a great gratitude, just reflecting uh, on this time with him in the retreat, and just reflecting on the graces that he's given. And we just bring our, our praise and our gratitude to him, asking him to plant these seeds deeply into our heart and uh, to grow into whatever he wants them to be.